Welcome to After Party, the podcast, a high vibrational exploration of life beyond alcohol. I'm your host, Christina Margaret, a holistic coach and spiritual badass, here to take you on a ride through the highs and lows of sobriety. Settle in, get ready, and let's enjoy the ride. Hello, beauties. Welcome to After Party, the podcast, back to talk about creating a life beyond alcohol. And of course, I am your host, Christina Margaret. I've been touching a lot on the idea of courage right now. We are actually just leaving a full moon in Leo, which is represented by the lion and often represents finding the courage to tame the beast or the beasts within associated with the strength card in tarot. I always seem to be hit hard by a Leo moon. I am a fire sign and it is a fire sign, so it makes sense. But specifically, I have been in such a place of allowing myself to find the courage to deal with the trauma I recently experienced and heal that it feels very alive in me right now. It is not unusual for me to have a process of leaning back into my body that is difficult for me after I've been through something life-changing or which has left a deep imprint on my mind, body, and spirit. I would assume it's probably difficult for a lot of sensitive people. One of the ways that I've been supporting myself in integrating and processing the most recent events in my life is just by simply speaking out loud to myself. I can handle this. Putting a trust back into the universe to have my back in a sense, when it comes to just handling getting back into a regular routine in life, as that has been challenging because I've been experiencing quite a bit of anxiety on and off. And all of this going on has brought me to the idea of the courage that it takes to enter into a space of recovery. I remember the first time I became sober in 2014, I was attending a week-long workshop for families of people struggling with addiction, attending to get some answers and support for what I was going through in my home life. Basically, I was throwing stones in my glass house, and when the house shattered, I was faced with looking at my own shit. I had really been living with blinders on for a long time about the severity of my own behaviors and addictions. There were many reasons I hadn't become sober and was unable to see that my self-destructive behaviors were not normal. And one of those was that I just wasn't brave enough to become sober. I was so broken down, I didn't have the courage to face what needed to be faced, which was my lion. While attending this program and having these realizations that quite literally flooded me with shame, I also felt seen and heard by the facilitators who were easy to see that though I was dealing with some hard times in my living situation with my husband's addictions too, I was a mirror to those addictions and coping with things in the same toxic way. Not being seen and heard in my pain and trauma is one of my biggest shadows, something that I will always have as a part of me. And having the courage to face this has allowed me to tame its power and control over me. No matter how bad things ever got with me 
or how toxic my addictions and behaviors were, I was always kind of left to figure it out on my own. A huge shadow for my family conditioning is to simply sweep things under the rug and carry on with life, which doesn't quite fit the narrative of healing or of facing things with courage or the courage that it takes to heal or recover from painful and very human situations. It takes a lot of courage to get real about life, especially when we're talking about addiction, especially when we're talking about alcohol, beloved alcohol, which is so powerful, it dictates our lives from Wine Wednesday to Sunday mimosas at brunch. We are obsessed with alcohol. It can be terrifying to take on the stigma of stepping out of that narrative and calling it out. So let's call it out. Alcohol is junk. Alcohol is poisoned, packaged up in pretty packages that is marketed for our consumption as something we need. We need it to relax. We need it to have a good time. We need it to fit in. We need it to be braver, to face ourselves, to be with the discomfort and turmoil we experience in our minds and our bodies and just simply being ourselves on a daily basis. I've lived the countdown to drink a clock, waiting for it to be five o'clock somewhere to check the fuck out. It takes courage to embark on the journey of recovery because it's scary as hell to leave the world behind that has kept us feeling safe. As dysregulated and as toxic as that might be, quitting is hard as fuck. And it's only the first step into recovery. Being sober is not the same as being in recovery. It all takes courage. Hey goddess, I hope you're enjoying this episode of After Party the Podcast. I just wanted you to know that the after party doesn't have to end here. If you want to keep the party going, check out my self-paced program, Conjuring Your Inner Truth, which I created to help women who are sober or sober curious, who want to get deeper about their relationship with alcohol by healing old wounds of addiction through the mind, body, and spirit. From here, you will automatically become a part of my private Facebook community, After Party, a high vibe community of sober women supporting each other's journey into sobriety with resources, chats, and live monthly events. You can check it all out in the show notes, but for now, it's back to the episode. Having to ask yourself, who would I be without alcohol? Who will my friends be? What will my family think? These are all really difficult questions that can't just be swept under the rug if you want to take radical responsibility and get deep about healing your wounds. For instance, I was speaking with my therapist. Yes, I have a therapist. So should you. I was talking about how anxious I was feeling after my first few days when I came out of the hospital. To me, this seems like a very normal thing to experience after almost dying. But some of my family members were suggesting I take some medication to help me get through the next little bit. And I will not shit on needing or wanting to go on medication for anxiety or depression, but in no way, shape or form was I going to allow that to be an option for me to get through this. I was going to feel the shit out of these feelings to heal them. 
I'm still continuing to feel the shit out of these feelings. I was uncomfortable and having a difficult time regulating. But I was willing to have the courage to be there for myself, to not slap a band-aid on it, to make it stop. I know that my body is remembering. My body is congregating the sensations that are uncomfortable for me to sit in. I can support myself. I can handle this. You see, your recovery will make others uncomfortable because it will trigger them, whether it's fear or anxiety of their own capacity to feel. It will make them see parts of themselves that scare them. Some like myself in 2014, when I did not have the capacity to see myself through that lens. My sobriety within my own family of origin is still a strange and unusual conversation at times. Most of the time it is blown off by my dad, who was probably my biggest drinking influence growing up, who has no interest in me talking about recovery and most of the time only boosts about his drinking as something to be proud of and making jokes about offering my kids beer. I don't believe he's being malicious. I think it's part of sweeping under the rug. But for me, my sobriety is the biggest gift I have given myself. Other than being a mother, it's my biggest accomplishment and the thing I've worked hardest at. So it's uncomfortable to say the least. When I really look at who is more uncomfortable though, it's probably him. Though it seems my sobriety is somewhat of a mockery, I have no intention of preaching to my dad about how he's living his life or creating any kind of drama there. I have, however, had to have the courage to create boundaries, like choosing wisely when I will spend my time with my parents at their home to ensure it is a sober time of day, and what types of conversations I'm willing to have about pretty much everything I stand for at this point in my life. There is definitely some sadness in that but I'm not stuck in living in it. The courage to recover isn't just about friends and family. What about the stigma around addiction? There is almost nothing worse than actually admitting alcohol is no longer working for you as a way you wanna live your life. Once you have let this cat out of the bag, there's no getting it back in. I've never really thought about how hard it would be to put a cat back in the bag, but you quite literally cannot there is a consequence to admitting you're done with alcohol. Yes, you will be so surprised how many people support you, but also you won't believe how many people will question you, how much fear you will then have being labeled an alcoholic, an addict, someone who can't handle their booze, someone with a problem. Oh no, you can't handle your poison. What's wrong with you? What if you can't stay sober? Then you will be judged looked at as not being able to figure it out. All of this is a reality for some of the reasons why it's easier to stay in the toxicity. If quitting was easy, if recovery was easy, then everyone would do it. Even in conversations I have had with people about not drinking for like 30 days, if I was doing a diet challenge, which I don't do anymore. I was met with huge resistance. People cannot imagine not having a glass of wine at night. And I've been there. 
I have tried to shapeshift my relationship with alcohol into many different forms, but it all leads down the same road. It doesn't matter if it's beer, wine, whiskey, weekends, weekdays, or brunches. It's never going to be good for you. It's never going to get better. It's not marketed because it makes you kill it at life. It's marketed because it gets you addicted. And when it gets you addicted, you are under ownership. So you've got to start asking yourself if you want to be owned. Like any addiction, I hated how cigarettes just owned the fuck out of me. Fucking nagging at me to light up. Just like waiting for it to be five o'clock somewhere. Courage is saying, I don't want to be under ownership by a calculated effort to keep me small. Or consumed by something outside of myself. I want to take my power back. I want to leave behind the things that are hurting me and reawaken my free will to live my life by honoring my highest self, which would not poison me. Courage is about facing the hard stuff that has been swept under the rug and being covered in dust for years and saying, I can handle this. The courage to recover is knowing that you will not always be seen and heard in your pain and your celebrations and knowing that you can hold space for yourself and that you are worthy of being surrounded with people who are capable and have the capacity to hold space for you. It is a knowing that you are worthy of recovery, that you are worthy of having the courage to know what's best for you and that you don't need to have permission to take care of yourself or live your life in the way that you want that serves your highest good. Courage comes from within. It might take some digging to find it, but it's there. You are worth being courageous for. Sometimes the defeat of addiction can leave us feeling less than courageous. And even in our worst moments of life, we are still willing to not really look at ourselves. People are braver than they realize. We often don't know just how much courage we have until we're faced with big things, like saving our own lives. With addictions like alcohol and its social acceptance, we may not think that it has a deep hold over us how other addictions show up. You get your kids to school in the morning, dinner on the table by five. You're just doing what everyone else does. It's easy to point fingers at obvious junkies and alcoholics who have more rage and self-hatred in them. But whether you're drinking weekly or daily, your brain knows. It craves the release. Like I've said, addiction doesn't have one face, it has many. There's plenty of people that are high-functioning addicts. Thank you for listening today. I hope this finds you well. I love your support. If you or someone you know is seeking support with addiction, please reach out. If you are just tired of the same old shit in the drinking game and you want support, reach out. There are resources in the show notes. Stay well.